Welcome to another Take 10 with Jen. Get equipped in the supernatural. And now, here's Jen. Welcome back to Take 10 with Jen, a supernatural podcast. I just want to make sure you're getting this podcast each and every week, so be sure to subscribe, rate and review it, and share it with all of your friends. Well, we are still pressing into the gift of prophecy, and I've been teaching into this topic, ministering out of this topic for well over 10 years, even much longer than that, and I have so much to bring to you. And one of the things I've noticed with the gift of prophecy is sometimes we run into some frustrations. We run up against things we don't understand, or we, we think we didn't land it the way it should have landed. And I remember one time I was, I was writing in my journal, during my morning prayer time, I'll, most of the time I will write what I believe God is sharing with me. And other times I will write my to-do list for that day, just so I'm not distracted. It'll start to come up and distract me from my time of prayer. So I write it down. And I was writing things down. And one of the things I wrote down was to call Debbie. That's it, call Debbie. And then later that morning, I was reviewing the list, what I believe God told me as well as my to-do list. And I noticed this note that I wrote, call Debbie. Only I couldn't figure out who Debbie was. Who is Debbie? And I was racking my brain. I was getting really concerned. And I was thinking, oh my gosh, I'm gonna miss an appointment. I'm gonna miss something. Something's, something's supposed to happen and I'm not gonna do it because I can't remember who I'm supposed to do this with. What Debbie is this? I was so disturbed by it that I, I wrote this post on my Facebook of all places. I look back now, it was so ridiculous, but it, it seemed right at the time. And I wrote a note on my Facebook, something like, if your name is Debbie and I was supposed to call you, I'm sorry, I can't remember which Debbie I was supposed to call. And so people responded, of course, but nothing that seemed right, nothing that seemed like it was, it was the right Debbie. I didn't know what to do. And so I just carried on with, with my day. And I uh, did make it to the office later that afternoon. And I saw a lady in the waiting room and, and she runs a ministry in our area. And she had an appointment with my husband to discuss that ministry. And you wanna know what her name was? Her name was Debbie. I had no idea that Debbie was gonna show up and have an appointment with my husband about her ministry. I, I had no idea I was gonna run into her. And I knew that that was who I was, I was perceiving that I was gonna encounter that day. I just didn't get it, I didn't understand. And so now that that happened, it gave me a lot more confidence that when I'm hearing names in my spirit, that it's probably something or someone that I'm gonna attend to in some fashion. And so it just helped me along, but, but that moment was, was quite frustrating, but it was just a step in the right direction. And so I wanna encourage you that if you don't land it right, you, you kind of missed up a little bit, you know, don't lose your confidence. Now you, now you know that the Holy Spirit might speak to you just like that. And next time, it'll go better. And so I hope that really helps you. Um, make sure you get my book, Prophetic Secrets. It's uh, at jenniferevaz.com, or you can get it at any Christian uh, online retailer. And I've been getting these five-star Amazon reviews, and you know I've just enjoyed them. Thank you so much. Kristen, she said, this book is a must-have for those who are in search of biblically sound teaching on the prophetic. And Dave said about the book, he says, it's a great book. And Elizabeth said, I love it. Leona, she said, it's so insightful. 
And finally, Andrew said, I would recommend this book to anyone who wants to learn about the gift of prophecy. So make sure you get my book, Prophetic Secrets. It's really going to help you. Now, continuing our discussion from the last podcast about prophetic excesses. I had mentioned that the prophetic gift comes with boundary lines. Otherwise, a pure gift, a pure prophetic word about the future from the Holy Spirit can become distorted. Prophets and prophetic people have heard or seen a prophetic word from the Holy Spirit, but then they used it to manipulate someone for their own selfish agenda. They would spin that prophetic word to elevate themselves or to satisfy fleshly greed, lust, addiction, and more. So listen to my last podcast to get the context, but sadly, this does happen. And so we have to allow the Holy Spirit to examine our hearts daily if we're going to be vessels of honor when it comes to the gift of prophecy. And so what I want to dive into this podcast is divination disguised as prophecy. Yeah, when divination actually comes disguised, comes disguised as a prophetic word. So first of all, let's let's define divination. Divination is defined as the art or practice that seeks to foresee or foretell future events or discover hidden knowledge, usually by the interpretation of omens or by the aid of supernatural powers. The Bible is clear that we are not to participate in any kind of divination and it considers it idolatry. And that would include the reading of horoscopes, astrology, palm reading tarot cards, Ouija boards, reading tea leaves, consulting psychics, or the use of any other magical method to see the future. Now, these kinds of practices, these kinds of methods are usually quite obvious to the Bible-believing Christian, but, but sometimes I've noticed that there are Christians who haven't quite been educated or haven't yet separated themselves from that. And if that's you, I want to encourage you to not only separate yourselves from from those practices, but you also need to repent. Repent before the Lord of what you engaged in. You need to renounce the spirit of it. You know, renounce the spirit of Ouija board. Renounce the spirit of uh, fortune telling, renounce the spirit of divination and, and, and command any spirit that has attached itself to you to go in Jesus name. It's really important that you take care of that. Now, divination has since disguised itself as the gift of prophecy in a lot of charismatic circles for another largely undetected reason. You see, when Moses, he he went up the mountain to be with the Lord and the Israelites, what do they do? They coerce Aaron, their acting priest, Moses's brother, to create a gold calf to worship in his absence. And so Aaron actually gave into that. And he, the people, they reverted back to this hideous pagan style revelry that they had left behind in Egypt. And when Moses learned of this, you know, he learned how they had sinned against the Lord. He left the mountain to go deal with them. And their penalty was just deadly. You see the Levites, they started executing the rebellious idolaters. And then the Lord released a plague against them as well. But the worst part, hear me, the worst part came when God told Moses that he's going to send his angel ahead of them to drive out the enemy tribes from the promised land, but he was not going to go with them. And Moses understood that their protection and their blessing, it came from the abiding presence of the Lord and that 
that the Lord's presence distinguished the Israelites from every other nation on the earth. And so Moses, he couldn't tolerate that. And so he said to the Lord, if your presence does not go with us, do not bring us up from here. And so what we learn is that it is possible for you and I to step into God's promises without any sense of his presence. And this does happen often. And I have watched over and over people in prophetic churches and communities prophesy without any real connection to the presence of the Lord. You know, at best, they're spiritual sounding words. It comes from their own imagination and it's discernible as such. But at worst, they bargain with another spirit, specifically a spirit of divination to produce the prophecy, which is not as easy to detect unless you are very discerning. Now, the slave girl with a spirit of divination in Acts 16, she spoke by demonic revelation, but what she said was true. And she said about Paul and his companions, those men are servants of the Most High God who proclaim to us the way of salvation. You see, Paul discerned her words as coming from a demon, and so he cast it out. Unchecked selfish motives and agendas, performance mentalities, jealousy, and competition within prophetic communities are all open doors for spirit of divination to come in and operate instead of the Spirit of God. And so we want to be in friendship with the Holy Spirit. We, we want to submit ourselves to the Holy Spirit. We want to be like Moses who, who cultivated a powerful connection with the presence of God because he went back to him again and again in authentic, in authentic friendship and, and it transformed him. I mean, he began to radiate the presence of God. And so you and I are being challenged to learn that kind of connection with the Holy Spirit what keeps it, what breaks it. And when you prophesy in union with him, your prophetic words are going to reflect his transformational anointing. They'll be accurate. They'll carry the felt resonance of eternity. Well, I just want to thank you for joining me once again for Take 10 with Jen, a supernatural podcast. Thank you once again for joining me for Take 10 with Jen, a supernatural podcast. Now help me get this podcast and other resources around the globe. Just go to jenniferevaz.com and hit the donate tab. Thanks again for listening to Take 10 with Jen. For more resources and to become a partner, visit us at jenniferevaz.com.